I'm Farai Chidea. On One with Farai, we have real conversations with intimacy, intellect, and revelations. It's a show about how visionaries integrate life, work, and passion. Join us on SoundWorks from PRI. Kids stuck in legal limbo this side of the border. Today, Tuesday, October 14th. This is The World. I'm Marco Werman. A Salvadoran teenager seeks asylum in the U.S. after fleeing gang violence back home. This reporter is following her case. She's very, very serious. She does have the demeanor of someone who's been traumatized. Also today, a photographer discovers what unites prisoners and guards at Guantanamo Bay. No one has chosen to live in this place. And life for both groups is defined by routine, by order, and by boredom. Plus, I get quizzed by an English professor. So would you say what you think the word soul means? Soul, S-O-U-L? Yeah. Uh, Soul is one's kind of... Ooh, boy, that's a tough one. Support for PRI's The World comes from TIAA-CREF, a financial services company helping to create financial outcomes that matter. Learn more at TIAA.org. I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. Okay, strange question, but what do you wear to an asylum hearing? If you're pleading not to be sent out of the U.S. to a country where you may end up dead, you better look your best. We all heard a lot this summer about the wave of unaccompanied Central American kids coming to the U.S. Many were fleeing violence back home. Every one of their tales is unforgettable, but even for those who were lucky enough not to get deported, it's not over. Amy Isaacson has one young immigrant story. Last June, a girl we're calling Maria, who's 15 years old, put on the best clothes of the few she had for an appointment at the U.S. Asylum Office in Los Angeles. She would essentially plead for her life. Maria remembers telling the asylum officer how a close friend of hers was murdered two years ago. She identified the body. It was cut into pieces, stuffed into a big dog food bag. Through tears, Maria says when police pulled out a leg, she saw her friend's birthmark. She says it made her not believe in God. Maria, who asked us not to use her real name, then saw another friend get shot by gang members and later found him hanging from a tree. Just two stories of the violence she witnessed in El Salvador and why she fled. Maria told the officer that she thinks she'd be killed if she went home. The gang thinks she knows too much. Maria's story is not unusual. Just a fraction of the more than 66,000 kids caught at the border during the last year will qualify for asylum. That's because the definition of refugee is narrow. Asylum officers must find that a child suffered harm based on race, religion, nationality, political opinion, or membership in a particular social group, and that their government couldn't or wouldn't protect them. It's belonging to a particular social group under threat that's at the core of many asylum claims of children like Maria. The argument is that young people who resist gangs constitute a persecuted group. But it's an evolving area of the law. 
Patricia Ortiz is an attorney at a nonprofit that's handling Maria's case. She said it'd be almost impossible for Maria to navigate this process alone. I don't know that someone who's doing this on their own would even know what to look for and what evidence they would need to present. I don't know that they would have the knowledge. Unlike people in criminal proceedings, these kids, in immigration proceedings, do not have a right to a government-appointed attorney. California and the federal government will pay for some legal aid, but building an asylum case is still tough. It can mean collecting evidence thousands of miles away. In Maria's case, Ortiz wanted a copy of the death certificate for Maria's friend, the one whose body she identified, to strengthen the claim. Que eso era muy, muy peligroso para él. But Maria says her friend's father said no because it was too dangerous. He worried the gang would retaliate and kill one of his other kids if he helped. Maria's lawyer made do with a news article to prove the murder happened. Kids who have pro bono lawyers from private law firms can fare better. Damian Robinson says his big L.A. law firm spent thousands of dollars to gather evidence in Guatemala to help a girl win asylum. There are pages and pages.